Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And I'm here with my co-host, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And we're here today, you're watching, you're listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Hi, so, Mario. Good, man. How's it going? Good. Can't good. complain. Yeah, yeah. It's good to even having some lively discussions before David. I good. know. I, I, I think like our discussions before we start recording sometimes are better than on camera. <laughs> than the camera ones. Because yeah. we could talk a little bit more openly and, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I say we talk completely open on our meetings here. Okay, so let's do it. Uh, well, we're talking about talking downy. So, uh, some of the local downy thing. It's actually been a little bit quiet and boring, mm -hmm. if you will, for the moment here it has in Downey. Been. And by the way, boring is good, though. It is good. You know, now, now that we have a new city manager, mm -hmm. I feel like as a city, we're trying to settle in a little bit. Yeah. We have things coming up, you know, events coming up in the city. But for the most part, it's been a little boring, yeah. um, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have the controversy and things are stable. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been working with a new interim city planner mm -hmm. uh, on the planning commission. And so so um, uh, city manager Roger is, is, you know, he's hiring his team. Roger Bradley, you know, yeah. yeah, Roger mm -hmm. Bradley hiring his team, and we'll get him on here to talk mm -hmm. more things uh, later on. But yeah, for the moment, and he, he's been very accessible. Right. I've noticed, right. which which I appreciate. Right. He's he, shown up to a lot of city events mm -hmm. that I've been seeing, even on a lot of events. events. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know what? Good for him, and good for us. It takes a while to get to know the city, mm -hmm. and you know it by the flavor, and then you start learning who the gadflies are, mm -hmm. or certain people, you know, right. that come. By the way, there's a couple of people I won't mention their name. But I've been to four different organizational city type meetings, and the same person shows up to it. Not one of the bad gadflies that cusses mm -hmm. and stuff, but this other gadfly. And it's like, why mm -hmm. are you here? It's like, I mean, it's some what of they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's the, we had a one for the Columbia Memorial, mm -hmm. uh, and that's a publicly agendized mm -hmm. board meeting on there. And it was over two and a half hours. And the person was the only person that would, yeah, you know, there's nothing to hide. So. But, you know, there's also people, I think, who, you know who enjoy those type of meetings yeah. if you're retired or you, you know you yeah. you have nothing else to do i mean yeah. you know it is. well the agenda we had a planning commission meeting the other day uh -huh. and there's only one thing on the agenda well the city attorney uh had it was set up to do a presentation on the brown act and robert's rules okay pretty normal stuff good i mean uh -huh. we have a good city attorney interim city attorney but then the only agenda item was to pass a uh, allow liquor a beer and wine at Taco Zavala on the corner of Stewart and Gray and Lakewood. Mm -hmm. That was it. That's the mm -hmm. only thing on the agenda. And there was like all these people that were there, not right. about the agenda item. You know, the regular. They just show up. Yeah. And then the regular gadflies, of course, get up sure. there, on there. One guy criticized the city, criticized the planning commission for closing down the city during COVID. Well, mm. Okay, planning commission didn't do it. And yeah. We're trying to help this person here, but okay, go ahead and yell at us for five minutes. And it's 2023. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long so, time ago. anyways, but well, that was that was the only thing from the planning commission. But um, city council. So you watched some of the city council meeting. What did you yeah. think on this one? You know, there, there were a couple of interesting things, and I think uh, um, you know the patriot reporter on some of them. I did. And we posted it on social media. It got some a lot of feedback. And I think the most, uh, I don't want to say a popular story, but the lead story was the city installing cameras at its parks. Uh, it's part of, a, I think it's a four-year plan 
to install cameras at every Downey public park, starting with Furman Park. Um, it's going to be a little expensive. I think Furman alone, it's like $44,000 for six cameras. I know you have a couple of comments, a couple of questions, and I think we have the same questions. Yeah. Uh, but what's your reaction? So <laughs> I think it's good. Okay, I like cameras in public places. I think one, sometimes it's a deterrent just having a sign that says you're being recorded on there. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's not. And mm-hmm. the big question, and my only disappointment, and this is being a homer, I don't think it should have been a Furman Park. I think it should have been an Apollo Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if what I remember in the historical incidents, if you will, Apollo Park had a lot more than than Furman mm-hmm. Park. So the, I wish it would have been at Apollo Park. But right. okay, it'll happen eventually. Sure. Um, the questions are, what are you going to do with it? You know, I don't know if think anybody's going to monitor it. Right. I think as a citizen, I would feel better. I don't know if I'd feel better, but if there was an incident or a situation or something that it was recorded and maybe you can go after the bad guy because you have a recording. Right. You know, so so it, it's not that expensive. I can't believe I'm saying that. 44000 is a sure. lot of money. But in relative terms... These days, you kind of expect everywhere you go to right. be on camera. Sure. You know, so I'm kind of glad we are getting them. I wish it was Apollo Park. And then the next question, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think you're, I agree. I, I don't think it's realistic to expect a person to be monitoring the cameras. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I yeah. think it's going to be used by the, by the police department when there is an incident and they have to go back and review the footage it's going it's going to be there um excuse me one second (coughs) i was holding in the cough oh there you go (laughs) um but no i think it i think it'll make people maybe feel safer um and we we need it i i do think you're you know we're talking about wife Furman, we, I don't know. Maybe it's easier. It's a little bit more of a contained area to start with. Um, I, I don't think the police are going to want to be bothered by, you know, people, by kids, you know, smoking pot in the park. I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming, because that happens, if, you know, especially at, at Apollo at Park. Apollo Park, it happens a lot more. It happens every day. Yeah, it happens every day. I don't think, we're not going to be calling the police, I don't think, every day on, on, on minor incidents. Yeah, I call them minor, but they are minor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about making people feel safer. Right. And maybe deterring right. some of the crime. Right. And we hope so. I mean, and, and like I said, I, I, you know, South Downey, Apollo Park, to me, because it's closer to the exit areas and the freeways down there and so forth, I just thought that would be, you know, better. And then now we have some of the homeless housing that's going to be there at Rancho. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just thought that would be, it would be better to do that one first. But I'll right. take it as long as it's coming. I'm know? assuming so. Apollo would probably cost more money. Yeah, because it's, it's bigger. more, it's bigger, it's, it's more bigger. spread out, yeah. and there's more situations. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, but I don't have a problem. I think I, I was reading on your website and on your postings and your story on there. A lot of people were critical of that, and mm-hmm. I was, I was, to be honest with you, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I, you know, in these days that I've, you know, as long as it's public area, right, on there, and you know, if you commit a crime, I, I would hope that you are being recorded somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's how we live now. Yeah. You 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 expect yeah. there's going to be 
a recording somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, you see that. You see that on, on, on TV and, you know, news reports and so forth. Unfortunately, something terrible happens somewhere, not in Downey. Mm-hmm. And what is the police when they come there and the detectives, first thing they do is they go up and down the street for businesses for their cameras right. to see the different angles on there. And we've caught a lot of bad guys that right. way. We, society has caught a lot of bad guys that way. So, And I understand the concern, you know, if you're at the park with your family yeah. having a picnic or yeah. you have, you know, your 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 kids at the playground. You don't want a camera, you know, focused on you. You wonder who's watching me or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's going to be watching. I just, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, but again, the sign says you're on candid camera, and at least that'll be a deterrent. Mm-hmm. You know, there's p- businesses that put up the sign without the cameras as a deterrent. Yeah. You know, I think Stonewood used to do that years ago, or yeah. park a security car there with nobody mounting it. Yeah. Cameras, so. But, you know, at, at Furman, they have the walking trail, yeah. and it goes that to the back way. nooks of the, of the yeah. park. And I can... I can yeah. see why people might be nervous. There used to be, there. remember, there used to be a fire pit back there, mm-hmm. and and yes, because I helped design the walking trail there and so forth, and uh-huh. it all the way to the back. Uh, but that also used to be an area. That's where you took your girlfriend to go, you know, smooch, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, anyways, we might catch things we don't want to see on video now. But sure. anyways, um, so what else? Uh, so so far, that's new. Uh, and it's you know been mediocrely received, but I think it's re- I think that's by a certain element that doesn't want Big Brother watching. Right. For me, as long as it's public, as long as it's addressed beforehand, it, yeah, it's about time. Yeah, it, it's about yeah, it was yeah. I agree. A long time coming. So what else did they do at the council meeting? Good question. I sent you a list. What else? No, I did. I, uh, what was the? Um, this was interesting. To illegal to possess catalytic converters. That's right. There, so. That's right, and that makes sense to me because what you know, obviously. Um, they're, they're being stolen right. left and right every single day. I was looking at the numbers. Almost every day, a catalytic converter is being stolen from the city of Downey. It's happening everywhere. everywhere. Uh, my, my own cousin, she had it stolen from her car twice. Oh, wow. And they're, it's expensive it to is replace, expensive. It is expensive. even with insurance. And so, in you know, in I don't mind this law because so what it does is it makes it illegal to possess a detached catalytic converter without proof of ownership, which is logical because which how often do you walk around with a catalytic converter? You and I don't have catalytic converters as a spare. No, we don't. (laughs) And I think it, you know, I think the key is going to be enforcing it. I think, you know, when. When a police a Downey police officer pulls over somebody that, that they suspect of st- being in possession of stolen ones, yeah. it gives them a little bit. Uh, it gives them right. a tool, right. you know, right. maybe right. too. Yeah, it, 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 when they catch them for something else and they have that, it's something else to add on and to uh, right. If there's no law against it, I mean, there's a law against stealing, but there's no law against having it. Well, we all know that. You got that from somewhere. Right. Okay. You didn't have a spare mm-hmm. one because who does who that? Who does right? that? You know, right. I, you and I wouldn't know how to put one on. Right. <laughs> so I think that makes sense. That's, mm-hmm. you know, small bites, paper cuts at the bad it does. guys, you know. So but, you know, I'm surprised there. we haven't, I didn't say we as as a state or whatever, haven't gone more towards like the recycling centers mm-hmm. who really, yeah. I mean, this is where they get their money from, yeah. from, yeah. The, from the metals inside yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't understand how this is still. Uh, I, an issue. I, I know that there's been proposals that recycling centers have to get proof from you and I take a catalytic converter that they have to take down all our information and get proof and why, right. how, the whole thing. I know there's proposed law on that. I don't know if it's passed or not. Right. So that's it seems common you know, sense it does. to me. It does. There's a lot of common sense things on it. 
Okay, so another common sense thing, Wilderness Park. That's Wilderness Park. Oh, that's parking. right. They're they're installing. You know, it's funny. So first, I love Wilderness Park. Yeah. I've always had. It, it's interesting. So they charge. If you don't live in Downey, you need to pay to park at Wilderness Park, right. which I'm not a fan of. Okay. I feel you know it's a public park. Our tax dollars pay for it. We should have access to it without Ooh. parking there. Okay, we're going to disagree on this. We're going to disagree. Okay, and I understand that parking is very limited. I yeah. I get that a hundred percent, but it, it just seems like double dipping. And there, no, our you said the key word our mm-hmm. tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the city of Downey pays for that. Okay, that's not paid by the state of California, the L.A. County. So what happens is that park is used by everybody in L.A. County. Mm-hmm. It's got a beautiful bridge, beautiful water, and so forth to come and take wedding photos on Saturday, mm-hmm. to come take quinceanera photos and so forth. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a beautiful place to right. do that. So what happened is it keeps out the Downey residents mm-hmm. that want to use the park to use the park. Mm-hmm. So that's been instituted for a long time because – you have to have that what happens is you got a wedding party so you got the whole wedding party or a big bus coming and you got to have 20 cars and you're going to be there for half an hour to, uh-huh. to two hours manipulating that and that's okay it's a beautiful mm-hmm. place but the city should be reimbursed for that mm-hmm. because what happens you and i as downey residents we don't get to go to the park uh-huh. so that's all this is mm-hmm. on there so the key is we okay and the key mm-hmm. is who's paying for it and the mm-hmm. key is the city of downey pays for it mm-hmm. so this is interesting is because i was in the measure s committee that fixed up the park so to clean out the lake so we mm-hmm. had to get the lake out to the new bridge the bridge collapsed we had to build a new bridge mm-hmm. so we had to clean everything out there was turtles in there okay mm-hmm. and then there was a certain kind of ducks eric you won't believe this you mm-hmm. just i cannot believe this to our residents on there it cost a million dollars to to house to take out now we got some money from the wilderness foundation and so yeah. forth uh to do all that but it was crazy. We had to literally take the turtle. And I mean, we all want to be ecologically and animal friendly. Mm-hmm. But it was a certain way you had to take it and, and, and you know, incubate it and the whole thing right. for like a year. Mm-hmm. So it was I, I, too much information. I didn't yeah. want to know all this stuff because I was just amazed at how much money this costs. Right. But, you know, so with that, I don't think this is a money-making thing. I think this is like to pay for the upkeep, right. or just maintenance, and so, so on. We, so we didn't mention what happened. So yes. so normally there's there's a part-time staff member there right. who's there to collect the money as people go in. The city's transitioning to automated pay stations. Right. So you just pay as you drive and right. you go in. Uh, Doubting residents can park for free, but you do need to apply for a permit okay. from City Hall. That I don't like. Because I, I want to go there now on a Saturday. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know I needed a permit. Or right. how do I get a permit? I mean, I don't go there that often. I might right. go there once every couple of months and take my grandkids. But Are you going to drive the city hall and get it? It's a no, hassle factor. Absolutely. So I think it's going to be interesting how that works. And we'll see if there's complaints or not. So there's got to be an easier way for Downey residents. I mean, right. you, you know, you put in a pin code or something mm-hmm. or, I, you know, show my address or right. I don't know, but there's got to be Because I feel a lot of people are just going to pay, I don't know, it's a couple dollars. I don't know how much yeah. it is. Yeah. They're just going to get mad and here's my money, whatever. Because I'm there. I want to go I'm in. be upset. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you're not going to drive, make a U-turn, drive to the city hall. Well, especially on weekends. It's not open. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how do you get it on week? I mean, which is a lot of the times you go. Right. There. The park's beautiful now. It's and really you know what's nice. interesting, too, is you can't take professional photos at Wilderness Park. 
um, or any Downey Park without a permit. Did you know no, that? I did not so know if that. So if we're taking wedding photos, you need a permit to do that, which, well, I, which I disagreed with at yeah, the time. Yeah. Well, but maybe Eric Pierce, a professional photographer, couldn't, but Mario Guerra on his iPhone could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, right. I mean, does that circumvent that or something? Well, I don't know. So, I mean, to me, yeah. the, what's, what's the difference? I guess if we do it commercially, yeah. it's, still, it's a public park. You yeah. know, I don't know. I don't get If you're going to go there <laughs> on your wedding day to, or, you know, your a child's birthday or whatever, take photos, that's a public park, yeah. you know? And I go to, I'm sure you go to other parks in other cities right. i do right it, it you know we should share them all with with each other I well know. i i think the the main issue and who pays for it is always a, mm-hmm. an issue so i got i don't have a problem charging the professionals or the wedding thing i just it's got to be simple for downey residents that's all and i don't think downey residents should ever have to pay we we are paying with it with we, our already pay. it's pay. Our, it's, we already it's pay our it's our so, yeah that you know it, it it annoys me too kind of going along the same the same thing it annoys me when uh there's a politician uh who donates money to a cause or whatever you know here's a million dollar check to your cause or to your nonprofit. i support you that's not your money that, that's my money. That's your money. This yeah. is our money. Yeah. Oh, you like, mean the politicians? The politicians. From, that's yeah. in office from an office. Yeah, account. from yeah. the Senate, from the Assembly, from the county. B- a county, you know, who, who tried to play it like it's their money yeah. from their personal bank account. Yeah. It's not. It's it's public taxpayer money. It is. It is. And, and, and great. It's a great cause, but give credit to where credit is due, which is the taxpayers. Yeah. When Rancho Cucamonga gets $2 million for a park and Downey only gets half a million, mm-hmm. I, the, the residents of Downey are subsidizing Rancho Cucamonga, mm-hmm. you know, or when it, when we don't get, we get some money. And you know what? Now I'm glad we do get mm-hmm. some money. We got some for the Columbia space and so forth. Yeah. I, I don't think it's enough sometimes compared to other cities. Right. You know, we were just blessed to get some money for our YMCA from the federal government. Sure. And their Congressman Garcia was able to secure $3 million. Mm-hmm. But he had 10 $3 million ones for Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to put him down for it. I know it's his home city mm-hmm. and it's in his district. But there was 10 you know, other functions in Long sure. Beach. We got, you know, one eleventh, but okay. Sure. So, but again, that's not, that's, that was different. He didn't come in with the big check, but I, we know all the politicians that are here in Downey that have come in or other places. And it, but it's, it's yeah. our money is yeah. what I'm saying. It, absolutely. It's, it, it's, it's taxpayer it's, money. It's your money. It's my money. It's taxpayer money. Absolutely. So, you know, Anyways. I want our cut, but it, it's our money. Right. So, so when I was in office, I'd get criticized sometimes. Our Congresswoman, um, at, at, way back then too, she did a great job and we worked with her real well Congresswoman Lucille Roy Bell Allard mm-hmm. so she used to be on the appropriations committee and mm-hmm. that party was in power so we would go back from the city of Downey with a list of things that we want from appropriations I mean right. again the corner of uh, Firestone and, and Lakewood Boulevard that was paid for mm-hmm. by appropriations funds from that so people would criticize me oh you're against appropriations and back then you know called pork and the whole thing it's like I am but if they stopped it for everybody mm-hmm. but don't have it in there and have people get money and then the city of Downey not get money. Right. Okay. So yes, if you're going to give away money or at least for good causes, 
I want our fair share. And that's what we used to go back there. And we did. We got $16 million appropriated on a, over a two-year span. Mm -hmm. And today, those are really good things. For Absolutely. Us. So that's it. You're right. As long as it's fair. It's our tax money. As long as everybody knows that the United States of, of America paid for the corner of Firestone and Lakewood Boulevard, mm -hmm. the residents of our country did. Yeah. So but Now let's make our parks free. And there, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm okay with that. Just, you know, in Downey, if you're going to use them on there, it's a whole different story. Okay, so um, something else that was a little bit, we did a whole story on it. Yeah. Uh, the city approved hiring a, um, a historical preservation ordinance writer uh -huh. to kind of come up with the, uh, the ordinance on there. I believe they paid almost $12,000 for that. Uh, right. to help write an ordinance on there. It was interesting because originally it's, it was on the planning commission and then right. it got kicked up and the, and the city council says, no, we don't want it. We're form a committee and all this other right. stuff, which is fine. It's your yeah. But what do you think of that? So so you're right. We, we did a whole episode on this and and I think we were both very vocal in our in our, <laughs> our opinions. I don't remember if we agreed or not. But we, we, we did agree we did. that the toothpaste was out of the toothpaste. Sure. <laughs> you know, and I, I've, I've been very skeptical about Downey's um, willingness or desire to really have commitment. A, yeah, yeah, commitment to a, a, a historical preservation ordinance. But it looked like they're going through with it. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. I'm still skeptical about yeah. it. I don't know what what they're going to consider historical. Yeah. There's still a lot of questions. Yeah. I My thing is, if I live in one of those houses that might be considered, and now you're telling me I have to do this, I'm going to have an issue with it mm -hmm. if I don't want to. So that's it. Because I it's a property right. It's a property, property owner rights and so forth on there. And we don't have that many historical preservation houses available left anymore. Uh, the ones, you know, I think there were six there tagged, you know, the Reeves Mansion, the mm -hmm. McDonald's and so forth. So I think it's going to, the, the uh, they always say the devil's in the details. Sure. So I think it's, but we're going to spend 12 grand to look at it. But you're, you know, and you're, I agree with you. you. You can't tell somebody who already owns property what, what they can do with their property. I, I, it's my opinion that designating your property historic can have advantages. Of course. So oh, let, no, let, let's work with the homeowner right. and get them on board. Because there's a lot of properties in Downey that I think we don't even know about right. that were maybe designed by specific architects right. or just very unique in their in their in their architecture that right. might qualify. Right. We just need to get the property owners right. on board. A lot of people don't know, for example, over there by the promenade uh, with North American Aviation, the building there, the part of the building that you see on Lakewood Boulevard that still hasn't been occupied, mm -hmm. if you will, uh, that's called the Kaufman Wing, K-A-U-F-M-A-N. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mr. Kaufman was the architect that designed the Hoover Dam and mm -hmm. built the Hoover Dam. So he, it is a historical preservation. We can't do that. Right. You could tell some of the rest of the building has been uh, refunctioned on there, but it does tie your hands on certain things you can do to a building sure uh, but it does like for example in a house if I'm willing to put that designation on there I do get lower taxes mm -hmm. okay my property taxes go down a little bit or are stable um, but I can't if I want to change the windows or certain appearances I have to ask permission mm -hmm. and then to sell the house I need to disclose it that could be good it could make my property mm -hmm. values more it also could impede that mm -hmm. where somebody that doesn't want to buy get into that 
doesn't want to buy my house. So it mm-hmm. depends. It sure. depends on there. But we'll see. You're right. <coughs> I think we, we, we play it out and we see what happens when it comes out. You know, what was interesting is Joyce Sherwin, um, rest in peace. She, she passed away recently. She was on the board of the Downey Symphony, Symphony yeah. very involved in, in yeah. the arts community. She passed away recently. Um, her house went on the market. I had been to her home a few times, beautiful home over in the Orange Estates. Um, you know, she always hosted, you know, meetings and teas yeah. or whatever. So I was there. Beautiful home. Um, not like extravagant, but nice. Right. But after she passed away, I found out that her home was built by James Stamps, the oh, first yeah, mayor sure. of, of, right. of Downey. Sure. And it was custom designed by him. He bought mm-hmm. the land and he built his custom home. And it had the house. It had a maid's quarter in the back. It had the original intercom system. Very interesting. I didn't yeah. notice that at the time. Yeah. That could be considered historic. Right. I mean, and that's the type of home that I think you would want to keep Unique, because it's very unique, right. it's very beautiful it's very unique right. it's that type of house i think that i didn't know sure the history sure. and that could be considered a historical sure. home sure. okay so here's the devil's advocate on mm-hmm. that same scenario okay you and i want to keep mm-hmm. that home sure. from the historical value of it, uh-huh. okay but it's probably a nice home but it's older mm-hmm. okay so somebody even you know whether her family or her estate okay right. or even somebody else right so now you know they go to sell it because sure. they, they don't want to keep it mm-hmm. or they want they don't want to rent it out or so so they go and sell it so the next owner eric pierce mm-hmm. buys it or mario guerra buys it first thing we're going to do we're going to take out that intercom sure we're going to take out some of the charm and we're going right. to keep some of the other stuff on mm-hmm. there so if you have a historical designation to it does that restrict mm-hmm. a certain amount of buyers sure. to do that so now i'm her estate i'm her children and I'm, i mean uh-huh. I'm using as hypothetical as can be obviously so i could sell the house for a million five mm-hmm. on there the way it is mm-hmm. or i could Spend a couple of bucks and, and you know, customize mm-hmm. it a little bit nicer, clean it up, sure. sell it for a million seven, mm-hmm. or I put the historical tag on it and it can only sell for a million three because you have uh-huh. to give a. It's just it's just numbers, and I get it. I mean, we all want to save that type of thing. Sure, and I I think we we agree it has to happen with the owners permission if, if this ordinance was in place you know five ten years ago maybe and, and i hate that we're using her as an example but yeah. maybe the current owner yeah. would have accepted it and agreed right. hey i like sure. i like the history and the new buyer right. to me it would be pretty cool right. hey i'm buying the home of the first downy mayor yeah. that's really cool yeah. to me that's yeah. a bonus i want to have yeah. it restored i want it to look good yeah. not everybody's going to oh, feel sure. that way you but know, for other know, people you know what's kind of cool because because we, you know, we doc- Dr. Uh-huh. Mary Stoffer, we yeah. both know her and yeah. loved her, and she was such an icon here. So former Mayor Rick Rodriguez yeah. bought her old house when mm-hmm. she was alive. I mean, he didn't know as a person sure. in between on there. And I mean, we know where she lived over there in, mm-hmm. in Orange Estates afterwards. That's where right. she passed. But it's kind of interesting yeah. on there. So you're right. Wouldn't that be kind of cool to live in the home of Dr. Mary Stoffer? Yeah, but, I mean, but former Mayor Rodriguez has done a lot to the house. Sure. So again, at what point do you say, I, you I, know, I, yeah, I, I yeah, it. yeah, it's about. I get it. So uh, interesting little trivia, because we're talking about Downey. So James Stamps, our first mayor so originally uh he wanted our city to be have an elected directly elected mayor okay Mm -hmm. so it went up before the the residents of the city of downey and they're like nah we Mm -hmm. don't want that 
Right. So in our city, uh, you know, the council votes for mayor. Mm -hmm. uh, he happened to be the first mayor, right. but it was only, you know, because the rest of the council voted right. for him. But in the city of Downey, it's very unique. All five council members, including the mayor, mm -hmm. uh, the, all five all together, they have all equal power. Mm -hmm. It's one-fifth. And then the, the citywide, the District 5, doesn't have any more authority, has a lot more people to get votes for, uh, from, to vote right. elected. But they all have equal power. So technically, all four other districts in the city of Downey have two representatives. Mm -hmm. That representative, for example, in District 3, has wow. a council person. Well, right now they don't. Okay. In District 2, which we know sure. and, and appreciate, Councilman that Hector was Sosa. That example. Yeah, good example. Hector Sosa yeah. represents District 2, and technically uh, uh, District 5, Mario right. Trujillo does. Sure. So that way, every city, every place in the city has two representations. Right. But it was kind of interesting. We I like didn't that. Go. Yeah. I like but, it. Yeah. And we didn't go for that, but that was contrary to Mr. Right. Stamps. Interesting. Uh, you know, uh, his whole Which I, I, I like it. it. I think it makes it less political. It's, a, it's, a, it's less politicized as, yeah. as a city, which yeah. I think is good. Yeah. So, because you know, there's other cities that have had the same mayor. It seems yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just it's it's tough when you're an incumbent. It could be you have an advantage when you right. run for right. for. And, and I get that. So we have term limits in Downey. Mm -hmm. We have two four year terms, and our term limits is kind of funny. Is that the city clerk won't accept nomination papers more than twice from you, so that mm -hmm. kind of stops you on that. So the city of Downey. Um, they went too far. We we put it in law when uh, Willie Brown was the speaker. I remember he was a speaker forever up in Sacramento. Yeah. So that was the tide of, of term limits to kind of get rid of Willie right. Brown. So Downey, some of the folks in Downey jumped on the wagon and put that term limit. Mm -hmm. So it's always easier to vote against politicians. Right. There. But we did something very strict. Other cities at least have an opening for later on. Like mm -hmm. the city of Cerritos, you mm -hmm. sit out a term and then you can run again. Mm. So I totally agree that an incumbent, like you said, has more power mm. because they have name ID, mm -hmm. which is you know really important, and they have an opportunity to do good, and they have a record, and most of right. the people have a good record. I totally get that. So after two terms, then you know you're now off the council, so somebody else is in there. Mm -hmm. So then you have an equal footing. You have to win the seat back. Sure. I, the reason I like that instead of what we currently have, I don't like the fact that good people on there, you know, uh, good people like Alex Saab, you mm -hmm. know, and then Dave Gaffin and right. and so forth could never run again. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make any sense to me. When we had a Merrick Perkins probably would have run uh, again on there when mm -hmm. he was alive because he was good and loved it. But you're limited. Mm -hmm. So I think it limits us as a choice as a resident. But, you know, someday I'd like to put it, not it wouldn't impact me that I would never, I'm never going to run again. But I think that we should put that on the ballot let the residents decide again possibly in the future. Mm -hmm having that option after an incumbent have two mm -hmm. terms sit out a term and possibly so yeah. anyways that's not a it's not a, a a complete it's not a big issue at the moment but it, it's something to think about it, it will and i think we're going to disagree on that because uh -huh. I, I feel like you know eight years is plenty of time i think it's it's also a good way of protecting the city we've been very blessed to have great council members like Dave Gaffin, um, um, Meredith Perkins. But, you know, with, with if Meredith Perkins, you replaced him. Right. You, you were a great council member and a great mayor. And I think we, we have we've had some hiccups lately recently right. in Downey. But for the most part, we've had really good people 
running for city council. And when we do get those bad people or people that we don't agree with, we know that it's, you know, they get eight right. years maximum and then we, we can start right. fresh again. Yeah, but the, the only part that I disagree on is that you could never, ever serve. Mm-hmm. So then the residents don't have a choice. So now you're taking power from the residents on their forever, forever. It's, mm-hmm. not, a, it's not a thing on there. And you know what? I mean, I've talked to several of my former mayors and so forth. Uh, we probably, I probably would have run for a third term. Mm-hmm. I would never have run for a fourth. In the history of our city, we only had one person ever run for the fourth, mm-hmm. and we only had two people before term limits run for a third. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you, you do get tired, and you know, but you want to finish certain things. Mm-hmm. So when I left, I had a sense of fulfillment of things that I had done, but I feel like. Okay, and now there's nobody, and, and some of the things got carried mm-hmm. on by the next council, but there's nobody to push those issues that I felt were important. So well, I, I, it was short. You, you know, I don't disagree because, you know, when you were termed out, you were replaced by Sean Ashton. Yeah. That's a big drop off in terms of the, the quality of the council member. My opinion, I think it's a fact. Um, it, it's, it's, a give, it's a give and take. I'll, you know, I'll go a step further. I think we need term limits in congress i think we need term limits everywhere it's you know serving your your community serving your 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 country i think is not supposed to be a full-time job it's you sacrificing yourself to give back for for your nation for your community for your city and i i think you know i'm talking more nationally now when you get people who are in power and you know they enrich they enrich themselves you know because this is what it becomes a career i think that's bad but we're getting off topic right 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 no i get it i get it okay so lastly i think one of the things that they voted for it was on the consent count i think it's kind of good and it impacts what you and I are always working on in the downtown. Uh, some dates yeah. and some things that were all approved on there. Uh, on, and coming up that the city council voted on uh, to help close the street. Uh, folks, if you don't know, so the Downtown Improvement Association, uh, the district of downtown Downey, if you will, our, our calling name, uh, has been doing some great things in the last year. Uh, and, you know, we are involved on it. Uh, Eric does a lot of the social media for it. Uh, you know, I'm a board member because my my property is here. Excuse me, not my property. I rent an office here, but there's certain people on the board. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like, no, I don't have any financial interest except this office is in the middle of downtown Downey. I rent this office. So if the property value goes up in the building, mm. I get no, actually it costs me more because yeah. my rent could go up. Uh, but anyways, but I love the downtown. So when they, the, the, the formation of the downtown district is basically to tax property owners in the downtown district themselves tax them more than what they're paying for promotion for safety for cleanliness for all kinds of things within a property uh, district in our case downtown downey so there are is a call there for certain people that are tenants in there so they asked me to serve on that board so i've been on it but there's been some dedicated people and amazing i mean we started now we as collectively but it took a lot of energy from the administration of it uh you know the downtown the night market looking at the regular farmers market and making that better with uh with the company um and, and all these different events 
And some of them on there, Eric, they voted on to at least for the remainder of this year. Yeah, so it's exciting because this is one of the goals that Downtown Downey has been wanting to do is have more events and, and have a little bit more of a vibrancy downtown. Yeah. And so this kind of goes along with those goals. And so the city council had to approve the street closures because what happens, all of, all of these events are going to be located on Downey Avenue between 2nd and 4th. Uh, the streets are closed to make it safe, and it's very walkable. Right. So these are these are the events we're planning right now. Uh, a taste of downtown Downey, uh, June thirtieth, Fourth uh, of July in downtown Downey. This is July second, mm-hmm. and this is more of a festival. There's no fireworks, mm-hmm. but vendors, a place where you go out with your family. Right. It'll be, it'll be very food fun. And, and yeah, yeah, food, all that good stuff. Um, Oktoberfest. Uh, September 16th. I don't think Downey has ever had an Oktoberfest that that, that we know of. Um, A Fright Carnival on October 21st. So this is like a pre-Halloween type of thing. And these are all family-friendly where you can take your family. Uh, So Fright Carnival, October 21st. Uh, Small Business Saturday on November 25th. That's more of a national thing, but we're going to celebrate it here downtown Downey. Uh, Posadas and Saturday, December 9th. I've seen those in other cities. It's it's like a Christmas yeah. Yeah. Latin American tradition. Right. Right. Um, a lot of very cultural, very beautiful. I'm excited for that one. Right. Right. Um, each event is going to have 77 vendor booths, um, eight food trucks, live music, um, a beer garden. There are going to be Downey police officers providing security. It's going to be safe. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for this. It's amazing how far we've come in a year and a half. Remember, that mm-hmm. street was closed a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, even before that, pre-COVID, our downtown was, was starting to blossom. Got a lot of different businesses coming in, but not to this level now that there's no. activity. Uh, and we had a downtown district. It started right in 2019, but it never got off the ground right. and COVID came in. So now we have, there's new leadership, there's mm-hmm. new energy, new vibration. This is amazing. This is exactly what we've been talking about the downtown. I get it. This is downtown. You don't have to come to downtown right. if you like quiet and now down there. But this is a vibrant downtown, and this gets elevated. So yeah. th- this is exciting. To it hear is. And, you know, we're actually going to do an episode from the night market because yes. we do have the downtown Downey night markets on the 2nd and 4th. Uh, Thursday of each month, we're going to go there yes. and do a, yes. an episode. So we'll yes. be walking around. I think we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I am. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody knows the quality of the food vendors. So we will taste them all there in front of you <laughs> and give you our. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, we'll. we'll get I some, will. I will. Yeah, we'll get something to eat. So, uh, okay. So lastly, before we end on there, we we're talking about events here. And I'm sorry, we're all over the place in this mm-hmm. episode, but it's okay. We're catching up with you. Um, on Memorial Day, okay, so Memorial Day at the Downey Cemetery at 10 a.m., mm. we always do a great tribute to all our fallen uh, as we celebrate that particular day uh, to, to, for all our Gulf Star families and for all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. So come join us. It's put on by the Downey Cemetery District. We're going to have a, a Downey police officer veteran speak. We're going to have a Downey fireman uh, veteran speak. Uh, we're going to have children there while playing at the taps. Uh, it's always a quiet, somber, emotional moment. And then I encourage you at 3 o'clock, no matter where you're at on Memorial Day, 
okay, stop. Just stop what you're doing. Take a few minutes to reflect on those that have given so much for us. We live in this amazing country and so forth. At that time, I, I play the trumpet. I played it in high school. I don't do it very well. But during COVID, I got myself a trumpet, and I participate. It's called Taps Across America. Mm -hmm. So at 3 o'clock throughout the world or throughout the country, on their, uh, no matter what time zone you're in, uh, trumpet players go outside and play taps, okay, mm. and as an honor and a tribute. So I've been doing it now for I the last three years. Uh, I go up on my roof on there, and you know, I, <laughs> my poor wife. I start practicing. I start practicing. No, the neighbors actually. I've gotten some applause afterwards, mm -hmm. like say, "Oh, I didn't know." The whole. But my wife, you know, for the week before, because playing the trumpet, <laughs> I can do it one or twice, like way. But you got to yeah. need lip. Uh -huh. So the week before, so starting next week, I'll be practicing a little bit. So uh -huh. my wife, poor her, is going to hear you know fifty renditions of taps. But anyways, the point is, three o'clock on Memorial Day, pay tribute to those who have given us so much mm. uh and if you can come on down to the downey cemetery at 10 a.m uh i promise you it'll be uh something that you can appreciate i'm gonna say celebrate it's not a celebration yeah. uh, it's an appreciation and remembrance of, of so many great but it's people. actually very nice it i've is. been and yeah. it, it's 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 somber but in a way it's it's beautiful in its own way yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to, it's yeah. hard to describe yeah and it's our our moment to do that as yeah. a country so Anyways, uh, can I make one announcement yes, since we're all over yeah. the place? Uh, <laughs> uh, Wednesday, May 31st, our Congressman Robert Garcia will be hosting a, a town hall meeting uh, here in Downey, uh, 6 p.m. at fire station number one. Uh, I will be there. I will actually be moderating uh, the, the, the town hall. Uh, 6 p.m. So bring your questions. It's open to the public. Uh, Fire Station 1 over on Paramount Boulevard. It's kind of like, um, you know, where, where the Seas Candy and Pita GR are over there on Paramount Boulevard. That's Fire... Uh, no, that's, no, that's, no. Th that's... Yeah, that's not. That's three. You're right. The main station next to the McDonald's on Paramount yes. Boulevard. By the Walmart... Yes. By the uh, Walmart... Uh, grocery uh, store. Grocery local uh, market kind of thing. On the, yeah, yeah. The wrong one. Just so everybody knows, okay, that is the big headquarters. That's that's Fire Station 1, okay? Fire Station <laughs> 2 is on Imperial Highway, okay? Fire Station 3 is uh, over there, the one I was just talking about, on Paramount, across from the Seas Candy kind of area. And then Fire Station 4, that's been closed down because of the fire, is on Florence Boulevard. It's kind of different. It's kind of been in a, a residential area yeah. there. So that one, I think, is, is open. Or I getting, think I, they said it's, it's, it's reopened. It's reopened. That's what they said. So Yeah, yeah. So when we were doing our money, our bond money, to rebuild all these, $15 million of it, and that one caught on fire. Uh, it's just ironic. Nobody's happy. It's not even a good pun. But something electrical on there. Thank goodness nobody was hurt. So it's taken a while to rebuild it. Which up. is very strange. I mean, that's one of the, I, in, I don't know. I, I need to be careful in my comments, but it was a brand new facility yeah. and it caught fire. It was yeah. an electrical fire. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I have questions. I yeah. don't know. It just seems really strange. It does. It always did. On it was side. brand new. It was brand new yeah. and it caught fire. Yeah. So. And it took a long time to fix it too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, know. one of the things we're, we're blessed here, Downey Police yeah. and Downey Fire. So um, anyways, um, 
thank you to our sponsor, Financial Partners Credit Union. Mm -hmm. As always, they keep uh, being part of our community. And I think that's it for this show. Yeah. We're getting ready to we do We covered a lot. We covered a lot. We yeah. actually came into this as like, Eric, what are we going to talk about this? Perk? Well, let's talk about the council and certain yeah. things. We're going to be doing another show. It's going to be a little bit more controversial. So we want you to listen to us. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on YouTube to watch the video. Uh, we're all over the place. And thank you for your viewership. You're listening to us on there. We welcome your comments and your thoughts. Um, and anything else you want to final no. add? I don't really read the comments, but we appreciate oh, that. Oh, I got there was <laughs> one comment from somebody that says that because of my little beard thing here, they said, "Oh, that guy can't decide whether he wants a beard or a trim <laughs> thing or what." You know, yeah. it's all that. So I I read them, and you know what? I didn't I could care less. Yeah. Uh, we we do get we do get some positive comments, and we get some ideas of things that you want to hear and listen about. We do. So we we're do. welcome. So, yeah. anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. <laughs> <laughs>